Hi and welcome to Karate Over Coffee. My name is Shane McMahon and I'm your host. This is a podcast dedicated to my experiences in karate. I started karate as soon as I could walk. My parents owned a full-time dojo, so I literally grew up in the dojo as our house was on top. I've lived and breathed karate my whole life and I've trained with some really amazing sensei, competed for my country and have learned so much about the evolution and history of karate. And I'm here to share my experiences and learn. Enjoy. G'day guys and welcome back to Karate Over Coffee. I'm your host Shane McMahon and I've got my friend Simon here. So we're going to do something a little different. Uh, Simon doesn't do karate, however, he owns a coffee shop right next to my dojo and I see him all... with my hands. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. So I see him almost every day. So this is Karate Over Coffee. So I thought we'd get uh, the the, uh, the coffee side. Yeah, exactly. The, the coffee, the coffee sensei in. So he's actually sitting across from me. So it's a little bit odd, but, uh, we are one and a half meters away, which yeah, is as well. To your normal guest. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So Simon, mate, introduce yourself. Uh, tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself mm-hmm. and, um, and also how did you get into coffee? Yeah, cool. Um, well, this is the first business I've owned. Just recently got married, but we just started this together. Um, basically, studying uni throughout all the semesters, we'd be working casual jobs as baristas. So oh, yeah. eventually, you know, you work for something so long, you go to love it. But we also really like coffee, like people, um, love food. Mm. So we decided that one day we would open a shop. We just didn't know where it would be. Just before we get married, that's not... Yeah. <laughs> Didn't do the test first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, owning a business. You, so you're saving all this money to get married and then you're like, oh, yeah. let's open a business. Open a business first and then marrying a delayed again. Yeah, yeah um, okay, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we... Um, were you um, planning on getting married during the COVID time or...? We were supposed to. Um, actually, no, we, got, we got engaged in November last year. So oh, just okay. about everyone at the moment we know and all of our friends have had their weddings delayed, but we mm. we planned out the six months and did it straight away. Okay. So really lucky. Um, yeah. Didn't have to do anything small, just did a normal party. But uh, yeah, our cafe, like Chin's Chin worked as a barista, Chin's my wife. Yeah. Um, and then she went off to be a nurse, which she'd been nursing for seven years, and then I went off to work in science, in laboratory science for two years. Yeah. Um, and we both decided that there's a really good gap in the market where we live in South Brisbane. There's not so many coffee shops. Um, yeah. There's a really good center here. We're like with this dojo and like two other gyms around. Um, it's excellent. It's two good. other gyms? Other you, gyms, yeah. Are you calling the My Karate Dojo a gym? I guess. No. <laughs> By a similar, it might yeah. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, most of, on a Saturday, on a Saturday, I will, everyone comes in sweating. So yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. On a Saturday after training, I will go in there. There'll be there'll be twenty of our, our guys wearing karate uniform. So yeah, that's good. Absolutely. So Saturdays are big, big days. Yeah, Saturdays are huge. Yeah, Saturdays are big here at my dojo, and and so in, in the center that we're at, we have a twenty four seven gym. We have a a fit stop gym, which is a, like an F forty five, and we have a, a kids a, gym, kids yeah. a kinder little gym. Yeah. yeah. Plus, because we're in Brisbane, there's a pool shop and they are, they're busy nine months of the year. Yeah, um, so you're on a, yeah, on a Saturday, it's crazy here, which is, which is great. But, um, so yeah, so my wife is the same. She's a medical laboratory scientist. Um, so why, why did you get out of that? What, 
Were you bored of it or? Yeah, for some some reason, like I, it was a great was job, a great environment, but um, yeah, the work itself got really repetitive. Yeah, yeah. And the shift, I had to do shift work as well. I was in a twenty-four hour lab, so oh yeah, yeah, quite often five p.m. to two a.m. Um, or you know, six till two. I'm used to, but those nights and mm. six weeks at a time. Um, yeah, just this, doing the same work. And yeah, like, limit no connection to people either. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess because there's no patient in front of you, so yeah, it's different to when I'm serving coffee and you get like an instant gratitude, instant feedback. Um, but yeah, looking after samples was just a little bit impersonal. Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, limited opportunities. I think absolutely. Well. Yeah, um, I think the only way you can move up is to like get mm. out of science and get into management. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, and also. Well, my wife, we actually almost moved to Melbourne, man, just to, for her job. How long ago? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Way before COVID. Okay, that's good. Yeah, uh, maybe four years ago. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. that's pretty good. Five, five years ago. So before, before I opened the full-time dojo, yeah. So, um, but yeah, look, the, you know, it's similar to me. I, I was selling cars for a long time, and um, but I, I wanted, you know, I didn't want to do that for the rest of my life. I wanted to do something, want to own my own business. Yeah. Um, is everything you turned out to be? Like everything you thought it would be? Well, I've done it before. With uh, owning your own business? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you have before? Oh, I had a lot of things, mate. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I sold undies. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> sold them online. Um, uh, had did a, you do like custom prints on them or something? Or no, no, like no. A, we, we would sell... So like a dropshipping thing? Well, this is before eBay. So, I mean, before eBay was so huge or... Yeah. Or Amazon. So this is yeah, two thousand six, seven, eight. We would sell small undies. We buy them from from Korea, mm -hmm. and we would sell them. We don't have undies from Japan. Not those ones, right? We might make some money of those ones. But now we sell small undies and send them around the world because it was hard for uh, women to find smaller undies okay. and and bigger niche markets really. very niche market yeah and then we went the other way we sold big undies in australia out to oh, right. smaller like places like korea japan china where it was hard to find but now you know everything global is so global yeah, yeah yeah so um and yeah so and then I, I mean i had my i've had my dojo since 2006 yeah. so um i've had a full-time before and then yeah but anyway um coffee this is what we're here to talk about, mate. Coffee, coffee, yeah. coffee. What um, what do you generally drink? What's your? I always drink black coffee. Just the so, only way to same, yeah, yeah. to live. <laughs> um, to make it all, yeah. It, it also tastes the best. People don't realize that. Mm, yeah. But, um, usually, someone's been burnt somewhere. Not just the coffee. Mm. Someone's been burnt by like a bad long black or a bad, you know, flat white. But that typical bitter taste. Yeah. Or might be sour. Usually, it's just. A combination of roasting and how it's made so yeah is it the choice of milk or, or soy milk as well or i don't know like i think like if yeah soy milk most people are driven to alternate milks out of like dieting so yeah, like yeah. um kind of like those kind of dairy um or mining lower sugar but i think soy milk can do as well it just obviously it's kind of like whatever your base is the quality of your base which is mm. the espresso in the bottom of the cup like if that's good, then adding soy milk can't ruin it. Yeah. Um, but if you start with something bad and that good soy milk still doesn't taste bad. Well, here's here's something interesting is when Simon came, when when you introduced your, when you came into the, the was it like a year, a year and a half ago? Yeah, December 2019. So it's like a year and a half. Ago. Year and a half. 
Oh, yeah, almost two years. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. Two, yeah. So it's September now. So yeah. Uh -huh. So there was a Zarafas across the road. Yes. Uh, and it's a the, chain here, isn't it? It was a chain, and they were there for a long time, yeah. mate. Yeah. And you know, went back to like 2010 on their Facebook. Okay. Um, and um, but the, you know, obviously the difference in coffee, like that's <laughs> the milkshake flavored coffees, or basically, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, very syrup based, high sugars. Mm. And when you came, like it just exploded, man. Yeah. Like it just, um, and it, like so. There's the ref has lasted maybe six months. Yeah, yeah, they did. Maybe not even. Mm -hmm. um, and then another coffee shop turned up. Yeah, same, same place. Opened the doors again. Of the rappers, but renamed. The yep. <laughs> and they lasted not even six months. Yeah. Hard time though during COVID, but it's still. so difficult. Like we opened four months before COVID. Yeah. If we didn't have that four months of traction, I don't know what it would have been like. Yeah. Um, just to have a really receptive open at the end of the year as well, which people are normally on holidays, so it's quite a period anyway. Yeah. But we're really grateful to be there over summer because even during that time, we built up some regulars that kept us going when there was lockdowns. So, yeah. 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 Well, the I think the it, it sort of changed how people view coffee in, That's in the Salisbury. Idea. I think so. Yeah. Um, and also, like not only that, like obviously your coffee is so fantastic, and people come around from ages. Like us, <laughs> here's a here's a story. I was at a pet uh, pet shop mm -hmm. buying food. Oh yeah, you told me. Yeah, yeah I told you this one. Um, the guy behind the counter. Was yeah, regular. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it's probably fifteen minutes away in the middle of um, you know just just a shop, and yeah. anyway, we started talking, and um, I think I was wearing a karate shirt, and he said, "Oh, where are you karate?" And I said at Salisbury. He said, I was next to Supernumerary. I went, oh my God, how do you know? He goes, oh yeah, I'm there all the time. He goes, yeah, tell Simon I said hello. I'm like, holy shit. That's funny. So yeah. yeah that's, that's we similar. get that all the time. Like, I can't go to the local supermarket without seeing a regular. And it's, yeah. food, it's so community based. Like this, making someone a drink that they have every day, you can't just be uh, the barista. You're yeah, not, yeah, yeah. You're not getting to know them. And, like, that's right, yeah. That's probably the best part about the whole thing. Well, yeah, I think one of the one of the awesome things is people remember your order, like and mm. the stuff that you've got. Like, obviously, you handpick those stuff because they're yeah. they're all the same sort of vibe. Yeah, you know, yeah. they're all. It's the only way we can have days off. They're all the same. As exactly. Us. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're they're all relaxed. They know who you are. You walk in, and they already know what your order is. And um, like I see when other people come in, you already know who they are. Like for me, because I'm here every day and I own the business next to you. I expect that you know me, but you but you know everybody else as well. You know who they are, their order. Yeah. Um, so I guess to a creepy level when people think we're stalking. Yeah, them that's what that's right. Only come in once, but we still know they're flat white or something. Yeah, yeah. How's little Johnny's? How's little Johnny's birthday? Yeah. Oh, good. I was, I was watching. What? Yeah. No, yeah. That's too close. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, was, I was at the park. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll edit that part out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and also the food. I want to bring oh, yeah. that up. Yeah. So if you go to, this, this, is, this is what happened to a friend of mine at a cafe not far from here. He was at the Aldi and he looked over and next to him was the owner of this cafe buying waffles at the Aldi and buying them. As in like he knew he was the owner and you recognized yeah, him. Yeah, he's buying the waffles at Aldi for, I don't know, four bucks a dollar each and then charging $7. This guy's looked at it, he's like, well, why would I ever go back to that place? Yes. Whereas yes. He, he's selling $1 Aldi. I, I understand how to make a profit, obviously, 
because we, we all do it. But you don't go to the local Aldi. You, you maybe yeah, in the same suburb. Same suburb. Yeah, you travel 10, 10, 10 minutes where nobody knows your name. Um, but also, like your food is you. This is from perspective, and I haven't talked to you about it. But from the outside, it looks like you have you've done your homework on how to get the best croissants, yeah. the best pastries, the yeah. um, like. You, you sell standalone coffee, like in coffee bags. Yeah, like you, take home bags. Yeah. Take home bags. Yeah. Um, drip coffee, all of these things that you don't think about when you go to buy a coffee, it's all there and it's, it looks like it's hand-picked, it's different, it's unique. Is I it? So. I think it's the only way to be different, man. Like, but it's kind of like if you're a chef and you're cooking for someone, or even if you're cooking at home and like you're cooking for your family, you're never going to serve something you wouldn't eat. And I think a lot of, a lot of businesses in the food industry probably get too caught up on margin mm. and yeah. And uh, what it looks like on the plate, but not what it tastes like. Yeah. Um, and probably don't eat a lot of their own food. Um, so our menu's only got like four things on it. Uh, like avocado toast isn't uh, like the random things from the garden. There's no flowers on it. It's just avocado yeah. toast. Yeah. Um, and literally that's what everyone wants. Yeah, but it's the best avocado. It's the best bread, right? Yeah. I mean, like we're lucky in South Brisbane too. We've got markets around the corner. Like yeah, markets. yeah. They're so big and we can get deliveries like every morning. Yeah. Um, in 10 minutes in yeah. like universities. Um, at croissants, we didn't have them for a year and a half, only recently started getting them every day. Mm. Um, yeah, you used to get them on the weekends. We used to pick them up on Saturday mornings ourselves because yeah. they wouldn't deliver, they weren't big enough. Yeah. And now they're busy enough, we can get them every day. Yeah. You need to go back to selling those uh, that Saturday morning, you did those. The, the burgers. Your yeah. burgers. Only oh. on our birthday, man. So December oh, well, 16th. Well, I, okay. I'll be back. I went to go get one, but you sold out so quick. Yeah, it was ridiculous. But I think we only ordered uh, 50 buns yeah. that morning because we didn't know what happened. But that was that was on the shop's first birthday. Oh, okay. So okay. the next birthday, more burgers. How about a half birthday? <laughs> yeah, half or three quarter birthday, three which it could be tomorrow. It's a, celebrating every week. Well, it's September 16 tomorrow, so. Yeah, true. Um, we might. And it's a Saturday. And it's a Saturday. Oh, we have a grading tomorrow too. A grading? Cool. Just a little one, but... What ages? Or just all ages? Uh, maybe three or four kids, but next weekend, yeah, it's an adult grading, so we're okay. there from 11 to 1. Do you think there's more people here, like more people turn up for gradings? Yep. Are they all from your dojo? Yeah. Well? Just from my dojo, yeah. Yeah. Um, Is there any sort of like cross-referencing grading with other dojos? So do you have like no. a guest educator or anything, or just yours? Just one. No, not just one. I'm fifth down, mate. 35 years karate, I don't need anybody else coming in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whereas in the coffee industry, you'd have like guests from every roaster all come together and make sure something is what someone says it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's um, interesting. I guess it's kind of like wine, though, like mm. wine and beer, like there are standards, I guess. Yeah. Well, um, what, um, how, how do you choose your coffee beans or where did you choose it? How do you, how do you go about that? Yeah, coffee's becoming more and more like industry so with wine different grapes usually determine the name of the coffee like Chardonnay, Shiraz, Pinots, all those they're just different grape varieties um, and sometimes they can all be made the same way but taste completely different because just that grape it's it's makeup's different so you know it might different levels of sweetness different levels of acidity one might have tannin one doesn't all that stuff um, and then there's the the way the wine's made as well so coffee goes through the same process different varieties they're yeah. all coffee, yeah. they're all Arabica, which we know is the preferred, like, um, 
of a strain of coffee. So there's a Arabica and Robusta. Is there? Yeah. So there's two. There's See, two when you say, coffees. We, when you say we all say, know. Yeah. I don't know. When all the ads say like 100% Arabica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like a brag for a big company. But um, oh, okay. pretty much every contract should have just Arabica. What is Arabica? Is it- uh, it's like the coffee that originated in like um, the Middle East. Basically, so, so it's Arab, says, yeah, yeah okay. that's where the Arab yeah. comes from. Right. Um, so I thought coffee was originally South America. Well, no, no, no. no. Um, okay. The French took it everywhere, I think. Yeah. From from Middle East. Um, probably not from the Middle East. Probably from East Africa. Okay. So like Middle East, just above East Africa, and that's why Ethiopia is so popular for coffee because yeah, yeah. there's only like a tiny bit of sea there. And um, the, the beans have traveled over and it's been replanted for a long, long time ago. Yeah, okay. Like, it, that's why it's called Rub. Um, because they started in, like, people say it started in Yemen, which is like yeah, yeah. the neighboring country to Ethiopia. Yeah. So, branching down from Arabica, there's like hundreds of varieties. Um, and some of them grow well in the current climate, which is getting mm-hmm. warmer, and some of them don't. Usually, a farmer's going to pick a bigger varietal to plant based on where his farm is. Like, yep. what's the altitude? How hot is it? What's the soil like? All that stuff. Um, and then on top of that, they want to know what the flavor's like. So there might be 10 varietals you can plant, but one of them tastes the best for some reason. One of them does better in like Brazil than it does in Colombia. Yeah. So each country has usually got its own type of coffee as well. And then we basically pick coffees for our shop based on transparency. Mm. So do we know where it came from? Yeah, make it ethical. Is it just packaged and says Brazil or does yeah, it yeah. say? Brazil, the farm, the farmer's name, the date, things like that. Yeah, okay. Um, so we look for that. Um, that's like transparency and is it ethical? Yeah, for sure. And then on top of that, flavor. Like, yeah, yeah. we got them to know what our customers like. And, you know, <laughs> selfishly, we probably pick things we like and then hope the customers like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it, it's like that with any, oh, with any yeah, food yeah, product. Yeah. Like, you know, the chef's got to love his food to serve it, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. We gotta love our coffee first. So, heck, why is Australian coffee so good compared to when you go? Like I, I was telling this story another time in the previous episode, but I went to New York and the mm-hmm. coffee was just, it tasted like dirt. It was just like muddy water. Yeah. It was weak. So, when I was at a Starbucks, I had to get like 12 extra shots. Yeah. Just, just to taste something. Yeah, just to taste. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we sport so much here. Mm, I think we are. Definitely. Melbourne has that reputation of being yeah. the home of coffee here. It must be somewhere along, somewhere along the line, like is it the climate that's better? Done or... something, but um, yeah. I don't think the climate's better. Like, it just like a, it might be just a cultural thing. How much Australians love coffee and how much mm. further we're willing to pursue making it better. Um, Maybe we're all just so tired. That's probably we need a, a strong. Yeah, the days are too long here. Well, let me ask you this. What do you drink at home? Uh, if I need coffee at home, I generally just drive to the shop and get someone to make it for me. Oh, really? Okay. Because I live five minutes away, which hey. is probably like the best business decision. Me too, yeah. yeah. Actually, well, I used to, now I don't. I, um, oh, you're temporarily somewhere else, aren't I'm you? 10 yeah. minutes away now, I know. It's 10 minutes or two. Well, it used to be a three minute walk. Yeah, true. Yeah. I can't walk. I could, I could scoot up if I wanted to, but. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, yeah, definitely. I just come to work. Um, sometimes I'll make a French press, a French press, which is like the plunger. Yeah, yeah. Um, plunger, yeah. So easy, like ground coffee, hot water, 10 yeah. minutes and then press. But you don't want to, uh, this, it, it, this might be a, 
a myth, but you don't want the water too hot to burn the coffee, right? Yeah, like when you said that might be a myth, it's slowly becoming a myth. So if you picture, I always liken roasting coffee to cooking steak. So everyone loves the cross section of their steak to be like a sear and then like a little bit of pink. Yeah. Some people like more pink, some people like it well done. Coffee can be roasted the same way. So like from the outside in, it needs to be well developed. So ideally from a coffee roasting point of view, we want like well done beans. Okay. They want it cooked from the outside to the middle, but we don't want the outside to burn. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's the, a fun line. That's the balance with, with roasting. So before roasting got as good as it is now, um, and I guess palettes have changed as well. Mm. The outside of the bean needs to be roasted more. It's generally darker. Yeah. So that's generally where bitter flavors can come from, overdeveloped yeah. flavors can come from, all sorts of weird tasting notes can come from burnt beans. Yeah. So if you've already got a burnt product and then you're adding hot water, you don't know if it's the water or the beans are burnt. Okay. Um, so with your French press at home? Yeah, so we use a light roasted coffee. I just okay. boil the kettle um, and that coffee is really lightly roasted, so you know, I can't burn it with hot water. Yeah. So okay. It's got more room to be to be cooked in a sense. Yeah, alright, okay. So, yeah. but but if you've got dark roasted... If you had a dark roasted coffee and you put boiling water on it, like, I don't know, maybe 90% of that is just the fact that it's dark roasted. Yeah. Um, and the other 10% is it's been cooking way too much. And what is your take on in, on Blend 43 or International Roast? Yeah, very... Why are they the best? Medicinal points. They have lots of caffeine. <laughs> yeah. Wait, well, I was actually talking to a... One of the, the Australian athletes, and he was uh, in hotel quarantine for two weeks. Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah, and he had hotel coffee as well. Yeah, Blend 43. Oh, he's lucky. So, he didn't, didn't get the international roast. No, yeah. Well, the international roast is just powered like it's just. I mean, at least Blend 43, they're, like, they're kind of granules. Yeah, right? yeah kind of. Kind yeah, of. They're actually like Eastern coffee, it's literally just brewed coffee, which is then freeze dried. Yeah. So it's crushed up. It's a crushed up cup of coffee. It's yeah. Weird. And then we add it's other not stuff to it. Yeah, we just rehydrate the coffee. Yeah. It's you, think, you think we should just get the spoon and throw it in? Oh, you could. Absolutely. Or, or snort it. Take some no-dose. That's always fun. <laughs> yeah. Just caffeine tablets. Well, we're not 19 anymore, mate. <laughs> we can't do that. All right. Well, look, um, the uh, what are you up to? What What's next for you guys? Uh, oh, yeah. Next, so your wife, you, yeah, your wife, Chin, is here a lot too. So it's she not, is, yeah. It's not she's like you've just... She's a double just, job wife. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But she's a nurse most of the time. Cafe and she's very supportive, obviously, too. Yes, yes, like, kicked me up the butt to start the cafe. We kind of, like, wanted to wait longer. We yep. Like, she recognised the opportunity just as much as I did. So she loves coffee and food, but it makes it easy. So how are you going to take over the world? Or is it just yeah. Brisbane or what? Just, Brisbane, just South Brisbane, just Salisbury. Just Salisbury, because <laughs> it's straight out of Salisbury. Yeah, there's enough people here. Yeah. They're all pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> So no, no aspiration for a second shop or? Um, yeah, it seems to be the thing to do in the business when you have something good is to do it again or duplicate it. Mm -hmm. um, there might be a level of degree, like degree of greed, or it might actually be the right thing to do. With us, I think if you were to open another shop, mm. it might just be a bit greedy. I don't think we need it. You know, we're just a couple. We don't need uh, a, a ten shop empire. We don't need a chain. Um, we're more interested in, you know, as we buy most of our stuff from other people, our coffee, our food, you know, we don't make our own bread, we buy it from a bakery. We yeah. want to take out some of those supply chains and start doing them ourselves. Yeah. So we're going to start with coffee. We'll start roasting our own. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. The, 
I mean, there's no, there's no nothing wrong with making money. Yeah, I think you can just like make the first thing as profitable as it can be before yeah. you go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Not I, any improvement. It's the same as a karate dojo. Yeah. Many people try to du duplicate it, yeah. but they they can't because they don't have the staff. How far would you have to go with dojo? It's not infringe on you know having members that live close to both, like you have to go pretty far away. Well, there, there's two ways you could look at it. You could make one that is 15 k's away or 10, 10 let's, let's call it 15 minutes, mm -hmm. where the people have the choice of going to mine or going to mine. You're on number one or number two, yeah. And yep. then you get the extra 15 minutes from the other side. Yes. Yeah, so this, there is more choice than it that. It doesn't have a bit more reach than it's yeah. yeah. But it's very hard to duplicate something where you're you are fully invested yourself you know, as, yeah, a, exactly. as a soul. As it comes down to staff and your team, yeah. who's with you, who's working with you, how many senseis do you have? Yeah, exactly. How yeah. can you rely on yeah. every month because you're going to be at this one and you can't be at the other one? I, th I think you, like there was, there, there can be a time when you can duplicate it, mm. uh, but you need everything, you need all of those steps set, you need everything set up. You need to treat like a franchise, right? Yeah. Y yeah. And if you do have a second franchise, if you do have a second location, well, I, there is, there is a theory that you need three, because if you set up a second one, all of your focus goes to the second one and not, and you forget about the first one. Whereas if you have three, then you're, you don't have time to focus all on one. You're focusing on the two plus the other one. Yeah, I guess, yeah, it creates a better perspective. Yeah, where, but where it should be, yeah. yeah. Unless you have somebody that you can rely on that first location to open a second. Hard to find, yeah. There's nobody more invested in your business than yourself. Yeah, exactly. Um, and no matter how many times I can like, teach someone to do something. That's right. It's still not the way I would do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they don't have the. Yeah, I mean, we we you know we both have employees, but it's not the same. They're not here. Seven, seven, eight. Well, they probably are for you, but they're pretty early. They're not here Sunday five p.m. Yeah, yeah. You know, checking something or yeah. following something or cleaning something or yeah. Not out in your office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Well, I think we'll we'll finish up there. Uh, thank you very much, Simon, for coming yeah, on. No, thanks. So check if you're in Brisbane area or if you're dropping into Brisbane, make sure you check out Supernumerary Coffee. It is. Yeah, come say hi. 655 Tui Road, right next, next to right. <laughs> right next right next to the dojo. Yeah. So if you're going there, come and say hello to me. So don't just let me say rude. Alrighty. Thanks guys. I'll I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Karate Over Coffee. And if you're enjoying the podcast and in getting something out of the episodes, there are a few things you can do to help us. If you don't already subscribe to us on YouTube, please do so. We release these episodes every Friday morning Australian time. Plus we release some smaller espresso shots during the week on both our YouTube channel and our Facebook community group. You can also subscribe to us on our Apple or Spotify. Leaving a five-star review will be very beneficial as well. If you have any suggestions or topics or feedback or anything that you want to talk about, please put it in our comment section on our Karate Over Coffee community Facebook group. If you'd like to support us, please visit our online shop where we have official Karate Over Coffee shirts, hoodies and mugs available. Your continued support is appreciated and a vital way for the podcast to keep moving forward. Thanks guys.